Welcome to a supernatural encounter through the word preached by Reverend Aaron Duane, the general overseer of Wonder City Church International, a haven of miracles. He is poised with a divine mandate to teach and preach the doctrine of Christ to this new generation. This message will revive, restore, and replenish you in ways beyond your understanding. Stay blessed as you enjoy the transformational power of God's word. Now, today's message. Wow, what a time in the presence of God. I want to say you are welcome to church. Are you excited to be here? Yes. Or are you sure you are excited to be here? Yes. Give me a wave if you are excited. Hallelujah. So, we are looking at discernment and the importance of discernment. Now, I think that we started last week, we looked at a few things and we will just go over a few things as well. And I'm believing God that I'll be able to preach more. So what is discernment? Discernment is the ability of the spirit to help a man perceive and make the right judgment concerning their lives. Write it down. You, you must write something so that you can revise when you are alone and keep praying over the notes. Amen. So discernment is the ability of the spirit to help a man perceive and make the right judgments concerning their lives. Now, as a child of God, the quality of your life is determined by the kind of judgments that govern your life. As a child of God, the quality of your life is determined by the kind of judgment judgment in other words decisions choices that govern your life and sometimes by your human intellect by your normal reasoning you can still get it wrong hallelujah it will take discernment by the spirit to sometimes get it right praise god that is why you need the involvement of the spirit the judgment of God through the spirit in your daily life. Praise God. So discernment will not only help you to make the right judgment, it will also help you to obey the voice of the spirit. Hallelujah. Discernment is simply holding on to the judgment of the Holy Spirit. So discernment, it does not just help you to make right judgment to govern your life. It also helps you to understand and to also obey the voice of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Now, as a child of God, you must learn to understand that you have become a new creature. The Bible says you are born of the Spirit. So you are no more a human being. There is something in you that dominates your flesh that gives you the ability to become a child of God. So, every judgment, every decision, every choice, you must not always use your human intellect because a contract can look so good and if you don't discern by the spirit and make the right judgment, you can still get it wrong even though it looks good physically. Are you following me? Okay, so obeying the Holy Spirit will not just be for you, but it will also speak concerning how you must also interact with other people. 
the Holy Ghost has a magnificent role it plays in our lives. You don't just take instruction from the Holy Ghost. It also gives you instruction concerning how you must live your life with other people. Now, when I was teaching on um, the race is not to the swift, I told you that sometimes it is not as though you are in a race with people. But so long as you are living life with people, automatically you are in a race. So in this life, you need the Holy Ghost to govern your life, to help you, to instruct you. Now, his oppression does not just end with there. He also helps you concerning how you must interact with other people. Are you here with me? As a market woman, the Holy Ghost can teach you how to interact with other market women. Praise God. Hallelujah. His oppression does not just end with you. Praise God. Second Kings chapter 4 verse number 8. Can we go there quickly? I just want to brush, run over it and then we can believe God for something powerful. Second Kings chapter 4 verse number 8. The Bible says that one day Elisha went to the town of Shunem now, a wealthy woman lived there and she urged him to come to her house for a meal. Now, how can you just see a man and then invite the man to your house? Today, it will be very, very difficult for you to see a man walking every day by your house and just say, okay, um, sir, can you please come inside and have a meal? But the Bible says that there was a woman in the town called Shunem or the Shunammite woman. And the Bible says that she was a wealthy woman. In other words, she had money. So it was not, you know, an act of benevolence. But when you read down, you realize that the Bible says that the woman perceived something concerning Elisha. Now let's read. The Bible says that after that, whenever he passed that way, he would stop there for something to eat. Now next verse. She said to her husband, I am sure this man who stops in from time to time is a holy man of God. When you read other versions, it tells you that the woman perceived that Elisha is a holy man of God. Now, remember, Elisha did not have a staff. Elisha did not have anointing oil on her head. He, he was not carrying any scrolls, Bible, something, you know, that would have sold him out that he was a prophet of God. But the woman just looked at the man, even in his hungry state, that he would stop by time to time to eat. And the Bible said the woman could perceive and tell the husband about her perception that this man that walks in here day and night, he is a holy man of God. It took discernment. Go to verse number 10. Then look at this. Out of the perception of the woman. Now the Bible says that the woman told the husband, let's build a small room for him on the roof and furnish it with a bed, a table, a chair, and a lamp. Now prophets are used to study. And then, you know, when he comes from the caves and the mountains, the bed he can rest, the table, the chair, and the lamp so that he can study. Are you following? Then he will have a place to stay whenever he comes by. Now, I was telling you last week that you see, discernment will teach you that when you perceive that a man is a holy man of God, discernment will teach you on every basis and account what to do to keep your connection with that man of God. So, look at this woman, the Shunammite woman. 
she told the husband we are wealthy people how much will it take to build a roof on top of our house for the man and put a bed and these things in it I mean it's chicken change then they went ahead the Bible says that they did everything and they handed it over to Elisha why because if I have perceived that this man is a holy man of God I must also perceive on what to do so that his prophetic unction can bless my life remember scripture says that when you give a prophet a cup of water you receive a prophet's blessing so they were looking for something to do in order to still have the unction of the prophetic around their house do you know how beautiful it looks that anytime a man of God is coming from waiting from the caves on the mountains he will stop by in your house and sleep the Bible says how beautiful are the feet of them that carry good news how beautiful are the feet of them that carry good news. So when I come to your house, I am living with a blessing. My feet carries good news. When I come to your house, I'm leaving you with good news. And it took discernment for the woman to tell the husband that let's do this kind of things. And if I go down, I will show you what happened out of, you know, the benevolence of this woman. Okay, let's go down and let me show you something. Verse number 11. Now, one day, Elisha returned to Shunem and he went up to the upper room to rest. The upper room is the room they built to rest. Now, next verse. He said to a servant, Gehazi, tell the woman from Shunem, I want to speak to her. The time had come. Elisha wanted to reward the woman for her benevolence. So he says, when she appeared, verse number 13, Elisha said to Gehazi, tell her, we appreciate the kind concern she has showed us. What can we do for you? Can we put you in a good word for you to the king or the commander of the army? Every prophet was connected to the king. Remember, it took Elisha for Naaman to receive his healing. So, you know, Elisha was connected to the high and the mighty in society. He was an astute prophet. The man, you know, had connections. So, per adventure, Elisha thought that she could speak to the king on the behalf of the woman so that it could favor the woman. But look at it. She says, no, my family takes very good care of me. Remember, she was from a wealthy family. She was not looking for anything physical in return. Watch this. The woman did not also do it because she was believing Elisha to give her something in return. But scripture cannot be broken. As long as you have given a prophet a cup of water to drink, your reward is surely a prophet's reward. Surely. Surely. A prophet's reward. So when you follow the conversation, verse number 14. Later, Elisha asked Gehazi, what can we do for her? Because the woman didn't have anything to say. So Elisha returned back to his servant and said, what can we do for her? Then now, his servant proposed something. Gehazi replied, she doesn't have a son and of course they didn't have children but they were well to do and her husband is an old man next verse I'm showing what discernment did to a family then she had left then Elisha said call her back again when the woman returned Elisha said to her as she stood in the doorway in the doorway in the doorway the power of God can even invade the doorway Amen. How much more when you are seated inside? 
the woman didn't have to come back inside again. The Bible says that she stood in the doorway and Elisha released the word. Look at it, verse number 16. Next year at this time, you will be holding a son in your arms. Next year was too long. The woman was looking for a child. It takes nine months. I don't know what you are looking for. Maybe it will just take a day, three days. I command in the name of the Lord Jesus. Whatever you are looking for, I declare receive it now. Now, we see an amazing thing that happened by descendant. Do you know, in the same manner, the man of God walked by every time. There were other houses. People could not perceive that he was a man of God. But the woman stood looking at Elisha every day and said, no, I see something with this man. I perceive he is a holy man from God. Let us do this thing. Let us do this thing. Let us do this thing. And by the doings, they receive the reward. Listen, discernment is so powerful. It tells you how to interact with people. When you hear the Holy Ghost telling you to do something you never thought of doing, don't stop it. It's the voice of God. Because per adventure, when the woman perceived something could have spoken to her, ah, why should we also build a house? We, we want privacy. I mean, we are rich people. We want privacy. We want to enjoy our privacy. Why should we even do this thing? But look at it. They went out of their comfort zone and they did this thing. And it rewarded them with something that doctors could not pay them for. Because the husband was old. How was it possible? But it took the prophetic unction. It took the word of prophecy. He said next year by this time. He said next year by this time. You'll be carrying in your arms a son. It is possible. It is possible. Whatever the Lord has said, it is possible. I'm telling you. It's possible. It's possible. It does not matter what the witches are saying. I said it does not matter what the demons are saying. If God says he will heal you, that demon will bow. He says, next year at this time, you'll be holding a son in your arms. Then the woman said, no, my Lord, she cried. Oh, man of God, don't deceive me and get my hopes up like that. Can I tell you something? Your discernment can never mislead you. Never. Some of you are living in suspicions and assumptions. Discernment cancels suspicions and assumptions. When discernment comes in, suspicions and assumptions, they go away. It says that you can't deceive me. Don't get my hopes high. Verse number 17. But sure enough, the woman soon became pregnant. And at that time, the following year, she had a son, just as Elisha had said. It does not mislead, never. The first importance of discernment I want to teach you today is that, write it, discernment does not mislead. You will not discern anything by the Spirit for it to mislead you, never. Never. Write it down. Discernment will always help you to settle from suspicions and assumptions. 
So whilst people have suspicions and assumptions, when a man descends, it cancels that suspicions and assumptions. You, know, you can come and see a prophet. Oh, where is it? say? Obin to say I say. Then the prophet by discernment tells you this is it. It cancels it. The woman said, Don't mislead me. It happened just as Elisha said. A year in the same year as he prophesied. Now, the gender could have changed so that it would look like no. The judgment by the spirit was not true. But just as Elisha said that you give birth to a son, the woman had a son. The woman had a son. Hallelujah. Are you in church? Now, as a child of God, you must allow or you must learn to allow your discernment to guide you. And you must be willing to choose the option that God wants. When you discern and God says, don't marry the man. Will you curse the voice of God? Or you will stay with it? You must be willing to choose the option that God wants. Even if it does not look good. You must be willing to choose the option that God wants. If he says, don't go. Will you listen? Will you listen? Will you listen? Now. Now. Let's go again to 1 Kings. Chapter 13, verse number 11. That's the last one and then we close. 1 Kings chapter 13, verse number 11. Now. As for this one, eh. I want everybody to look here because I want to really teach you something from, from, you know, the scriptures. Now, this scripture consists of two prophets. The first prophet is an old prophet and the second prophet is a young prophet or let's say a man of God. Now, the old prophet lived in Bethel and he was well known. All over the provinces of Bethel, the man was well known because he had prophesied, he had done a lot of wonders. Then God sent a man of God from Judah to go to Bethel and deliver a message. And something happened between the two prophets. I want to show you. I've just given you a synopsis so that you can catch everything we are going to read. Now, let's read together. As it happened, there was an old prophet living in Bethel and his sons came home and told him, what the man of God had done in Bethel that day. They also told their father what the man had said to the king. Next verse. The old prophet asked them, which way did he go? So they showed their father which road the man of God had taken. 13. Quick, saddle the donkey. The old man said, so they saddled the donkey for him and he mounted it. 14. Then he rode after the man of God and found him sitting under a great tree. The old prophet asked, Are you the man of God who came from Judah? Yes, I am, he replied. Now, this is where the whole thing is about to start. Follow carefully. Then he said to the man of God, Come home with me and eat some food. 16. Hmm. Now, then the young prophet or the man of God that came from Judah, looked at the old prophet and said, no, I cannot. I am not allowed to eat or drink anything here in this place. Listen carefully. When the Lord appeared to this man of God that came from Judah, the Lord gave him instructions. 
that as you are going, go and do A, B, and C. Make sure you don't eat or drink anything. Then, a prophet, a renowned prophet, decided to follow this young man of God with a demonic agenda. It's in the Bible. They are two from God. But one had a demonic agenda and one heard from God. You will know why discernment is important. That sometimes when you come and I tell you the thing is A, maybe you have another man of God. He might tell you it is C, but by the time you choose the C, you're already in trouble. I am not allowed to eat or drink anything here in this place. 17. For the Lord gave me this command. You must not eat or drink anything while you are there. And do not return to Judah by the same way you came. These were instructions God gave to the man of God. Now look at what the old prophet did to this man of God. Verse number 18. The old prophet answered, I am a prophet too, just as you are. And an angel gave me this command from the Lord. Bring him home with me, with you, so he can he can have something to eat and drink but the old man was lying to him maybe you've never come across this scripture it's in the bible but the old man was lying to him Men can't tell Sampa. Men so Yamene Makasa because men so me a D4 into Brefian Yendidi. But the old man was lying to him. Even a man of God missed it. Maybe how much more you? Because he said, God gave me the command that whilst I am there, I should not eat or drink. But he still missed it. Because he says, I'm a prophet too. And an angel appeared to me. But did you descend to know even though the man was also a prophet, what he was saying, he was lying or he was telling the truth? There is a spirit in man that bears witness with the spirit of God. Whilst I'm preaching, there is something in you that will make you know that mm, Verse number 19. I'm, I'm just closing with this one. But I want to show you what happened. And I close. 19. So they went back together. And the man of God ate and drank at the prophet's home. Nadie hupana me pesa mechel. Verse number 20. And while they were sitting at the table, a command came from the Lord to the old prophet. What's the and do you know what God talked, <laughs> spoke to the old prophet about? That the man of God he's sitting with, he told him, said, when he comes to Bethel. Now God himself spoke to the old prophet. But he riding after the young man of God and telling him that God said he should come home. The Bible says he was lying. But here, he was not lying. The spirit came expressly and spoke to him. While they were sitting at the table, a command from the Lord came to the prophet. 21. He cried out to the man of God from Judah. 
This is what the Lord said. You have defied the word of the Lord and have disobeyed the command the Lord your God gave to you. 22. You came back to this place and ate and drank where he told you not to eat or drink. Because of this, your body will not be buried in the grave of your ancestors. 23. After the man of God had finished eating and drinking, the old prophet saddled his own donkey for him. Now, in verse number 22, you realize that after the man of God said what God had told him to the young man of God, he was the one that pronounced the word of curse over the life of the young man of God. Did you see it? He says that your body will not be buried at where your ancestors were buried. But the same person who went to lie to the man that follow me, an angel spoke to me that you can go and eat in my house. It's the highest level of any scripture you can read in the Bible concerning the servant. And do you know the funny thing? The judgment of the old prophet, it happened as he spoke it. Because it was a command from the Lord. That man of God, as you are going to Bethel, don't eat, don't return in the same way you entered the city. So sometimes, you know, we know our God is a good God. But when you disobey, it is not every punishment that will look like a cane at your back. Mm -mm. Sometimes, some of the punishment, you can be looking for something simple, you can never find it. Because you disobeyed the voice of God. Let's go. 24. And the man of God started off again. But as he was traveling along, a lion came out and killed him. His body lay there on the road. The old prophet said, your body will not be buried at where your ancestors were buried. So his body was by the roadside. Prophetic accuracy. Yes, the man had a lying tongue. With the donkey and the lion standing beside it. Donkey, ni now, lion, ni now. Lion, no, kum, papa. They were all standing by the body of the man. Because it was a command. Wayere. He has no command again to kill anybody. His command was to kill the man. That's all. So they were still standing. Because that <laughs> the lion could feed on the donkey as well. Yeah. But they were standing together. Are you following what I'm preaching? Yes. Be like the Shunammite woman. When you see a holy man of God, tie your ribbon to his ribbon. Tie your clothes to his clothes. Tie your handkerchief to his handkerchief. Tie your shoelace to his shoelace. In fact, tie your head to his head. People who passed by saw the body lying in the road and the lion, <laughs> and the lion standing beside it. And they went and reported it in Bethel where the old prophet lived. 26. When the prophet heard the report, he said, Ah, it is the man of God who disobeyed the Lord's command. 
if you are following, you know, like, yeah, you get what I'm preaching. He lied to the man. But he said, oh, he's the man of God, oh. And he disobeyed the man's command. As he said, misfortune, this year. Now you blame me, say you are. When I want you to be So for when I want you at the end, they say discernment. Discernment. They say a few way. Opportunities It's the man of God that disobeyed the command of God. But you saddled your donkey and followed this man. That an angel has appeared to you that follow him to the house. 27. Then the prophet said to his sons, Saddle a donkey for me. So they saddled the donkey. Next verse. And he went out and found the body lying in the road. The lion and the donkey were still standing there beside it. For the lion had not eaten the body nor attacked the donkey. Next verse. <laughs> Next verse. So the prophet laid the body of the man of God on the donkey and took it back to the town to mourn over him and bury him. Next verse. He laid the body in his own grave, crying out in grief, Oh, my brother. <laughs> Unless you've read the Bible cover to cover, there are things when it's happening, you will know these things are in the Bible. Or say, Oh, my brother. And he buried the man in his own grave. Grave are yet to so owa yamfanin tomb. He made them bury the man in it. Cobra. Cobra. Now look at this. 31. Afterwards, the prophet said to his sons, When I die, bury me in the grave. Where the man of God is buried. Then he says, Lay my bones beside his bones. Then in 32, he said something very prophetic. 32. For the message the Lord told him to proclaim against the altar in Bethel and against the pagan shrines in the towns of Samaria, it will certainly come true. What did the American say? He finished and he told his sons, said, This man of God that has died. The message God sent him to come and declare in Bethel, it will certainly come to pass. But Wama Papa Neu. Who are we free? Nampa, and Kautna Sechea, and Kaubitunya Babedane Doctor. Asamunya Mikayano, now in control. Descend, descend, descend. 
so that you don't die young. Look at this young man of God. Promising future. God decided to expose him. He went to Bethel. The old prophet knew it. Used lying tongues. The man died before. His assignment could even start. And when he finished, he told his sons, everywhere this man came to declare, it will surely come to pass. So when I die, bury me by himself. Put my bones by his side. Two men of God. Two men of God. Two, two men of God. Two men of God. Two men of God. God by the same God. Two men of God. God by the same God. One day famine hit a city in the Bible to the extent that people had to kill their own children and eat them. One woman said, let us kill your child and eat it. And the next day, we will kill your child and also eat it. After they have eaten one woman's child, the other one said, where and where? You can't eat my child. Descendment. You would have known that this woman, listen, discernment is something you need in this season. importance and then we close. Write this one. The second importance of discernment. Discernment will help you to differentiate between the voice of God and the voice of men. The man of God missed it. It was the voice of man. At that time, it wasn't the voice of God. He missed it. The man died before his assignment could even start. Third, discernment can help protect you from untimely death and unnecessary situations. Third importance, discernment can help protect you from untimely death and unnecessary situations. Obed discernment is here. We say, ah, baby, I'm here. I'm sure I will never return. Sometimes I didn't need to miss it. Don't introduce this your helper to your friend. Listen, discernment protect you from untimely death, unnecessary situations. Fourth one. Discernment will help you to walk in the truth with the spirit so that you will protect your integrity, dignity, and legacy. Even though the prophet died, his integrity was protected because he said every word he spoke, it will surely come to pass. Discernment will help you to walk in integrity, dignity, Discernment will help you to walk in the truth. And my own nantinu kremu in the spirit. 
that will help you to protect people's integrity have been ruined because all Ten years in business built integrity. Five years in ministry built integrity. Then people lose trust in you. And when people lose trust in you, to forget it. Unless God intervenes. Walk in the truth of the Spirit. Protect your integrity, dignity, and your legacy. Oh, wait, you Opportunity about to me, Diboni. Voice name of Cassas and many, many. Ebia, no more said that. Debia of Abatene, a trap. Camera Tebebi. O Tamia, a record of camera. No more returning. We believe you are blessed by this powerful message. Join us this and every Sunday at the Sun Lodge Hotel located in Tesano at exactly 9 o'clock a.m. God bless you.